fait j'ai voulu te, te téléphoner Pour te, te demander Allo quelque chose quoi Hello, and welcome to Arts Week. I'm your host, Candy Hammond, and I'm very excited to be talking with playwright and director, I think, also, Jim Dalglish, and writer, actor, and director, Ian Ryan, about the Helltown Players' first production, Little Devils, an evening with, of six very diverse short plays, which just ended a run at the Provincetown Theater, but will have a second run at the Academy Playhouse in Orleans from February 29th to March 10th. And you can get tickets for that at academyplayhouse.org. So thank you, Ian and Jim, for joining me today. And I want to know, and I before we started recording, I said I was going to ask this, where the heck did the name Helltown Players come from? <laughs> Who wants to answer yeah, this, Jim? <laughs> I'll, I'll start out and Ian will correct me. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, I wanted to, when I was thinking of this organization, I wanted it to represent uh, Cape Cod playwrights. And uh, because a lot of times it's very difficult to produce new work anywhere. It's, it's sure. kind of expensive and, uh, you know, producing new works versus like, you know, producing uh, the sound of music you know right, it's, right, right. it's a little bit it's it's a little bit more challenging it's much more there, there are a lot more risks so mm -hmm. i i was looking at uh models from history and the provincetown players was an amazing group you know in p-town and the uh, in, in you know a century ago and uh they had eugene o'neill um and <laughs> oh uh, that guy, yeah. <laughs> that guy, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, some wonderful playwrights. And they basically were performing and doing readings and productions in each other's living rooms and on the, the, the wharf out in P-Town. Wow. And they were around for two years, and then they took it to New York, and they, they started the, uh, you know, the Provincetown Players in, in New York, in, in Greenwich Village. So I was looking at their models, uh, their model, and that's really that's why you know P Town is known as the the birthplace of American drama, uh, mm. because you know American drama was really born in P Town through all all the works of uh, of the Promise Town players. So I was looking around at names that would do honor to that organization, but also kind of reflect the history. And I knew I wanted to have the word players in there, and we were playing with the idea that it would be the new Provincetown players and all that. And that didn't seem to work. Mm -hmm. so, um, it sounds like the new Christy I, Minstrels uh, or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> which is not what the, the which is not. No, what not what you're going do. for. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, um, you know, P-Town used to be called Helltown. Uh, the Puritans kind of described it as Helltown. Um, and mm. that was back when Provincetown, was out on the sand, you know, on the other side of, of you know, the harbor. And mm -hmm. um, they just kind of referred to it as Helltown. Um, and then, of course, they, they moved it over where Commercial Street is now. They, they took a bunch of the houses and they floated them across the harbor. That's why a bunch of the homes were called P-Town Floaters. Um, oh, wow. See, I'm and, learning uh, so much, Jim. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right. I kind of wanted to draw on the history 
of, of Provincetown, but also all of Cape Cod, and also the history of uh, playwrights getting together and producing their own work. And that's that's really the the genesis players and Ian, have I forgotten something? No, that's a comprehensive answer, I think. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> that drew me to the name, and I agree, it's all Jim's fault. That's uh, that's been my approach <laughs> in the beginning, and it's worked yeah. out so far. Uh, so, the thing that a thing that I liked about the name is that um, all of the Cape used to be just considered the other place because it wasn't Plymouth Colony, and uh, hmm. so a name like Helltown Players calls on. Uh, that otherness. And mm -hmm. I like the fact that it embraces it and says, yes, you're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what appeals to me about the name. So, so Ian, how many, I mean, there, there's you two, how many people are in this? And what, again, you know, um, I did not realize how legit this all is. I mean, you guys are a 501c3, you're a, a legit nonprofit. And um, so this is the real deal. And yeah. so how many of you are involved in this? Well, there are there are eight initial troublemakers who were okay. on, uh, on board, <laughs> who uh, are our founding members. Um, mm -hmm. And yes, we have uh, had advice to go slowly, and decided that that was one hundred percent not what we were going to do. So we jumped right <laughs> in and um, became a, a, a tax exempt organization right away, so we could start raising funds right away. And um, uh, I think by choosing to do the hard work first, it let us focus on the artistic work almost right away. So uh, I'm mm -hmm. glad that that's all behind us. There, um, board members come from all different backgrounds. We've got college professors and journalists and uh, marketing professors and a lawyer uh, and a financier and a theater company manager. And, and this is just you. Okay. Yeah, these are, yeah, <laughs> this is uh, a wonderful, I, I think what happened was Jim looked across the room and he saw all these playwrights in common at uh, readings and, mm -hmm. and, uh, and staged readings and workshops and realized that all of them had some pretty fabulous day jobs between gigs that mm. really make a production company that could hit the ground running. And, uh, and that's what's happened. So I'm mm. really pleased with it. So, so what, when did this I'll just begin. I mean, this is like in the last year or two that you started this. Yeah, I think I started. Ian, didn't I start thinking about this in like April or something? Yes, last yeah. April. And yeah, we were last. Thinking, I mean, like twenty twenty three. Yes, and then we were formed in May, yeah. and we had our first production this past week. So yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh! No, I was thinking like maybe two years or something. Like, wow, you guys do work fast. <laughs> <It's>, uh... <laughs> Well, you have to sort of hit while the iron's hot, you know. Um, I think that uh, it was, you know, you have to embrace the magic. All these minds came together and said they were ready. So why would we make it take an extra year? You know what I mean? Let's mm -hmm. let's roll. Yes, I know. Yeah, it's that happens way too often, I guess. And then there's momentum that is lost and energy, and when things drag out for too long. And, um... So what made you decide yeah. to, I mean, is this a pretty egalitarian kind of group where you all decide like what the production is going to be or are you the de facto leader, Jim, well, or? Oh, well, yeah, it depends on who you ask. It's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a collaborative. Um, we uh, are our primary collaborators. We call them the trustees are eight playwrights um, and they are, you know, Ian and I, and then Linda Sterner, Gary Garrison, Margaret Van Sant, Furman Rojas, 
and John Dennis Anderson, and uh, and then also Meryl Cohn. So uh, they're, they're all really experienced playwrights uh, mm-hmm. who have a lot of uh, really great plays under their belts. We decided to start uh, our pr- producing uh, the, the trustees' plays first. So six of us have short plays in this festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, Margaret, we're looking at producing one of her plays, uh, you know, uh, was in the summer, and then John Dennis Anderson, one of his, towards the fall. And then what we'd like to do is uh, we really want to uh, be seen as people who are supporting playwrights from all over Cape Cod. So mm-hmm. we'd like to start developing our plays, but also uh, people who want to join us and become what we're calling hellions. You know, we refer <laughs> to ourselves as hellions. Uh, so playwrights and uh, theater artists and actors and directors um, and uh, to become hellions and join us in, mm-hmm. in producing authentic uh, Cape Cod plays. Hmm. Wow. That's great. No, that really is exciting because this does seem like, I mean, I mean, obviously we have some amazing local theaters, but this seems like a very different kind of entity than we've seen before here. Is that true, Ian? Or like, Well, yeah, I think it's important when you take a survey of the Cape, it's a pretty extraordinary place. I think there are 23 performing arts venues in the 15 towns on the Cape, which is an extraordinary amount of uh, of space. And it is, you know, of, uh, uh, it's a rainbow of quality. We'll call it that, right? It's all over the place. <laughs> Whoa, so delicately put. Yes. Yeah, but almost all of those institutions have as part of their mission uh, supporting local artists and local theater artists. Mm-hmm. And also, almost universally, they're all working at the very ends of their budgets and at the very edges of their staff hours. So mm-hmm. what we're when we look around and we see all these dark days on theater stages where there mm-hmm. are spaces that are simply not being used, not because not out of disdain, but because the entity can't afford to or doesn't have the staff to uh, make use of it. Something like Helltown Players can come along and plug a show in hmm. that is directly related to local Cape Cod artists and get it up on stage. So th- those venues can also benefit from new audiences and shared audiences and, and get uh, their lights on on days that they might not on their own. So we're hoping to look hmm. for collaborators up and down the Cape, uh, not to duplicate that mission, but to supplement it and, and help to bring it uh, into mm-hmm. the light more. No, I thought it was wonderful. And and I, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but to see like, you know, this just played in P-Town for a couple of weeks and now bringing it to Orleans, that just seemed like something really unusual and great to to see that you're doing something like that. Uh, yeah. yeah, we're really, because we, we don't have a venue, we're really looking to partner <laughs> with the theaters um, yeah. and really and really help them achieve their missions by, by partnering with us as well, mm-hmm. uh, because we really think there's a lot of uh, synergy between what we do and, of course, all the different theaters on Cape Cod. Of course. And again, and, you know, bringing voice to local playwrights and... Um, so because I imagine, you know, I know nothing, you know, you know, in detail about financing, you know, and how theaters work, but, you know, they have to make money. So a lot of that is by, like you said, you know, producing known plays and things and, you mm-hmm. know, they can do something that's 
you know, a tried and true, like Sound of Music that you mentioned or something. And so it's a little riskier to bring in something from an unknown local person. It is. It's horrifying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, when you look at uh, a, a straightforward production uh, on, on the Cape can cost between forty dollars and $80,000 to mount. So that's a big wow. risk to take, especially with an unknown entity. So mm -hmm. uh, the advantage of something like Helltown Players is that because we are an outside venue, we can meet the institution where it is. And each collaboration can uh, benefit both sides really tailor-made. So our mm -hmm. relationship with um, the Academy Playhouse in Orleans is different than the relationship we had with P-Town Theater, although the show is the same, mm -hmm. uh, because we're able to make those arrangements as we go. So I mm -hmm. think it's going to be a real plus for the venues that do manage to take us on because we'll be able to, again, find them where they are and make it work for everyone. Are you finding theaters are receptive to this idea? Sure. It's February. Yeah. You can get some <laughs> I love the hesitation. Yeah. Well, it, it is, it is, it is wintertime. So the reason yes, we got these two done is because uh, uh, Jim lit himself on fire and ran up and down Main Street. And, uh, and got in both towns. Both in Orleans and Pete Town. And, and both, 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 both <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, that'll be next weekend in Orleans. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but, no, you know, in, in fairness to them, we're just as new to them as they are, as, as right, the right, plays right. would be to them as well. So uh, they're um, cautiously optimistic about us and we're giving them their caution as a gift as well. You know what I mean? It's fair. <laughs> It's okay. Mm -hmm. No. And so is the goal that, because like you said, I mean, we have so many different theaters here is to be able, you know, be able to plug shows in like up and down the Cape eventually. And that's. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I would love to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, definitely. Because I, I want us to be seen, you know, there are really 16 different Cape Cods. I, I say that a lot, you know, <laughs> and it's interesting that the, the 16 different Cape Cods really don't speak to each other. You know, mm. the, it's, you know, Truro doesn't speak to, to Pete Town. And, like, that's kind of reflective of some of the, uh, the theaters are all really into their uh, their own markets. And what we really like to do is kind of, um, kind of bridge all the different theaters and, and collaborate with them. Um, mm -hmm. Because I think uh, that that's one way that we can bring theater artists together and share talent across uh across the entire cape an example is mm -hmm. that i had um bonnie uh bonnie fairbanks came from uh the upper cape and she's been in four of my plays before and i really wanted to cast her in in this play and she drove an hour and a half uh, to p-town from falmouth you know each you know her, uh, an hour and a half to p-town and then back to make this work because she really wanted to wow. uh, experience theater in p-town Wow. Um, and and she's just so incredible. Uh, she's such an incredible artist. And I really wanted to introduce, you know, the the uh, the outer cape, you know, to to these different theater artists. Another mm -hmm. example is Keith Broad, you know, coming up from the mid cape, and also Will Moser, who's who's uh, also a, a mid cape artist as well. So uh, actor. So it would be. I, I really want to get that going as well, so that we can kind of cross these strange boundaries. And, and really collaborate. Mm -hmm. 
Well, I just want to tell our listeners, if they're just tuning in, that you're listening to Arts Week on WOMR, and we're talking about the Helltown Players and their show, Little Devils, which is going to be playing at uh, the Academy of Performing Arts in Orleans from February 29th through March 10th. So to that end, um, what I, I love short plays. I think they're really fun. So what made you decide that your first foray, your first outing was going to be six short plays? Yeah, we wanted to represent as many of the trustees as possible uh, mm -hmm. the first time out. Um, and uh, they're all very experienced playwrights who have a lot of uh, who have a lot of success. So we we wanted to lead with uh, you know six plays that were ready to go. Um, that would be a good uh, introduction to the health health players mm -hmm. for our audience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it avoided the knife knife fight to see who would be first as well. <laughs> it could have gotten really ugly, couldn't it? it? Could have. <laughs> I, I think it's I think it was a good choice to introduce everyone or as many of us as we could at the same time mm -hmm. because we're new and to help to build that trust with other organizations mm -hmm. and develop an interest in what's happening because all of these folks have uh, plays cooking all the time. So yeah, yeah. There's more more to come. So a small taste of each. And all of them are, are quite good and, and quite different. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they're very different. They're like six different worlds that the audience have kind of airdropped into. So it makes a really fascinating evening of theater. Yeah, no. And what I love about an evening like this, like the 24-hour plays or things like this, is if, you know, one thing isn't necessarily your genre, maybe the next one will be. And, you know, when you have all these different things, there truly is kind of something for everybody. And um, to that end, could we kind of go through, you know, a little bit about each one? Like your play, Jim, is called Double D, which could be taken so many ways. Um, but, um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yes, it's about um, uh, a woman who has extremely large feet, um, who is uh, <laughs> on her way to her, uh, her stepsister's engagement party. Her feet are killing her so much. She goes to his, and this is in Midtown Manhattan. She goes to a shoe store to see if she can get a new pair of shoes. And it's about what happens between her and the shoe, the, the man who owes, owns the, the shoe store um, and, and getting her the right kind of fit so that she can go on to her uh, stepsister's engagement party. Mm -hmm. um, it was a, it was a play that was written, uh, I think, almost 20 years ago um, as part of Sunan Anel's playwriting uh, lab that I was taking in P-Town. And it's had a lot of success. It was picked up for the 2007 uh, Best Short Plays book um, anthology. Um, and uh, it's been performed in New York. And often uh, it's been, well, I, I find out on Google um, <laughs> that it's, Performed quite often in places that I haven't really been that have not been given permission to perform it. Oh. That <laughs> so because when you when you publish a play in an anthology, a best plays anthology, people will just start doing them. So um, okay. it's one of my favorite plays, and uh, so I'm really really happy that I can share it with the outer mm -hmm. team. Well, Ian, since we have you here, you should. What is your play that we're doing here? Uh, my short play is 19 DEF, which is about a row on an airplane. Mm -hmm. A man who has kind of a 
an important journey to make on a plane and the uh, blinged out oblivious roommate that he uh, has to endure on the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can't give away anything else. No, but, please don't. I, uh, I have been fortunate enough that I saw this um, when it first debuted and mm-hmm. um, I can tell people will really enjoy it and have a great time. Uh, interesting. This time, uh, because of casting issues, uh, I actually played the character of what would have been a woman in the P-Town production, uh, simply because we couldn't get a woman to cover both venues. Oh, so okay. It was interesting to see that for me anyway, the perspective of uh a man expressing concern over this boy then as opposed to a woman. So it will be interesting uh, after mm-hmm. to see how if anyone who sees both uh, might. Yeah. Find- see how it plays out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and Joanna, um, Joanne Powers is playing in that one too. Yes. I think. I'm yes. sure she's going to show me up. She better. That's what she wants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's what she's planning on. Oh, no. And so then we also have um, a twist of lemon by Linda Sterner, and um... yeah, uh, this is this is such a charming play. It's um, uh, it, it's a little bit of life. A, a former boyfriend that she had in high school, and it's about um, a bartender in New York who. Um, uh, a woman steps into his bar from his past and it's about, he doesn't recognize her and it's about how she's changed. And if, if the whole idea is, is there a hope that they can kind of rejuvenate their love, their, their, their lost love from when they were in high school. So it's, well, it's, it's another lead charming. And, yeah. It sounds very sweet. Beautiful play. Oh, no. And then there's also um, Dump by Gary Garrison. Do you want to talk about that yeah, or do you want the... Ian to? Or, no. I'll, I'll talk about that one and then Ian can do the next one. So, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Dump, it, Dump was from uh, Gary. Gary Garrison was, uh, is a, was the, um, the, uh, the director of, um, Ian, help me out here. I'm, I'm thinking on uh, the, uh, Oh, gosh. Uh, The Dramatist Guild of America. He was the director for 12 years and also an NYU professor, um, a drama professor, and has written a book on, uh, you know, uh, that's basically the seminal book on how to write 10 minute plays. And uh, and this is one of his uh, this is a selection from one of his um, anthologies of his work. uh, Mm -hmm. It's about uh, a woman, um, uh, two characters who enter a subway. And uh, they seem to have noticed that they have lost one of the characters' fathers. Uh, that um, that is not there with them, and it's about what how that plays out uh, on the subway. So oh. um, there we go. That sounds interesting. Okay, and then now, Ian, you can go. Maybe we've got Karen. Karen is very interesting. That's by Furman Rojas. Uh, mm-hmm also one of our founders. It's uh, about what happens when an influencer um, meets her nemesis without the benefit of the distance of the internet. So, hmm. um, now, is uh, there anything, you know, because we hear the name Karen being used so much, is that is that evocative <laughs> of that? Or? Absolutely. So it, okay. it's, it's, essentially it's a she is a Karen. Okay. One of one of them is a Karen, and one of them is the the victim of a Karen, and they agree 
to meet separately hmm. uh, and uh, in a Whole Foods of all places. For <laughs> right? uh, and, uh, and the conversation that two such people might have um, without giving it away, uh, uh, um, things that ought to be said get said. So it's nice. Oh, that sounds interesting. No, I, I like the idea of that one. And uh, and then the sixth one is um, Triangulation by yes. Meryl Cohn. Yeah, Meryl Cohn. She's one of our most experienced playwrights. Delighted to have her up. Uh, Triangulation mm -hmm. is about crossed appointments at a therapist's office where um, two needy people uh, maybe have a therapist who is the neediest of them all. Uh, so that's also <laughs> It's delightful. Oh, it sounds really fun. No, I, I love that you, you, it seems like you did a great job of, of you know, just having, like I said, something kind of for everyone. And there's just all sorts of different things. And and um, so six, six, 10 minute plays. That's um, so you're in and out, too. You know, you're not there for four hours. Yeah. Well, I know mine is ten minutes. Done with six short plays. How's that? Oh, yeah, okay. They're not all ten-minute yeah, yeah. plays. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, well, I think the dirty secret, Candy, is that most ten-minute plays are actually fifteen minutes. <laughs> At least that's what Written I. Written by writers who don't know how to tell time. Yes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The whole evening is uh, ninety minutes without an intermission, and it's mm -hmm. uh, it's jam-packed. Uh, jam-packed ninety minutes. No, that sounds just so fun, and I. Again, you know, I've been to a few things like this, not this one, obviously, but, um, you know, I, I can't say enough about how much fun something like this is because it truly, you keep just, it's fun and it's it's just energizing to keep going from thing to thing. And, and um, now I'm curious as writers, you know, because I, I write as well and I have written full-length plays and I've written 10-minute plays and, you know, how challenging do you, each find writing 10 minute plays? Oh boy. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I don't find them as challenging as writing a full length play. <laughs> um, you know, I think they, they may take as much time to con conceptualize them mm -hmm. uh, because it's really important that for me anyway, to conceptualize before I start, whether it's a, a short play or a full length play. Um, and that usually, that usually takes a, a good amount of time. And then it's a, a matter of getting in and out very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. So you kind of got to choose your premise or your subject area that you can do that very quickly. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, so Ian, what, what's your thought about that? Well, I think there are different forms. They're as different mm -hmm. as a short story and a novel, right? right. One, one has a very limited time frame, so it gives you an opportunity to set things up quickly and, you know, it really is a challenge to create dramatic tension in just 10 mm -hmm. minutes. Uh, but the reality is if you're 10 minutes into a full length play and there's no dramatic tension, you haven't done your job either. So they're <laughs> yeah. not entirely separate forms, but I think they're different expressions of the same uh, kind of, like same kind of work. I think a 10 minute play yeah. uh, doesn't really give a playwright as much justice as it might, but it is the form because it's so expensive to produce plays. It's the form that is uh, becoming more and more common mm -hmm. um, but i hopefully that will mean just more opportunities for full-length plays by those same authors you know mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what's mm-hmm. interesting for me about a short play is that it has the same kind of three-act structure as a full-length play. Right. You know, it's, uh, there's, you're telling a story and that you use the, the same kind of storytelling techniques. The same oh, yeah. Kind of dramatic structures in, in both if, if you want it to be yeah, a compelling piece of drama. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, a few years back, I participated in a one minute. Oops. Whoops. Jim's in his car, so it's... Uh... Was it going to spoil? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, the okay. one-minute play festival that I can, uh, participated in was... Um, I, I'm hoping that we don't shorten the plays even more. <laughs> one minute. Right, right, right. right. I, yeah. I found that not to be as emotionally or as, uh, you know, theatrically as satisfying as a short play festival. Yeah. Well, I think I'm I'm very much looking forward to coming to this, and I just want to remind people that this um, these plays, you know, the um, the Helltown players will be presenting Little Devils at the Orleans, um, the Academy of Performing Arts in Orleans, from February 29th through March 10th, and you can get tickets at academyplayhouse.org. And um, thank you both so much for coming in to talk to me today about this. I'm I'm really looking forward to it and I hope lots of our listeners will be intrigued now too after listening to the two of you. And, me too. Uh, it, it is a really fantastic company of actors. I hope that everyone will take a chance to see them. Me too. So, well, thank you both so much for talking to me today and I will see all of you next time on Arts Week. Thank you. Pour te te demander Allo quelque chose quoi yeah. mm. Quelque chose quoi